address. David address was in the hospital with COVID, and he says he was in the ER, and he received numerous phone calls from the Chavra. He's so appreciative. And then he writes, your impact from, from your Torah teachings and your wonderful, inspiring stories to even reading your medical records are seeping through thousands of clients. I'm so glad I can be part of it and the MDY family. Thank you, and thank you to the support team. David address. You need to tell me that diet. I need to lower my cholesterol next. All right, Rav David, Rafur Shlema. So we're starting a brand new parak, parak Isha. You have a woman who just got married. She's torn between her new husband and her father. Both of them made a carbon Pesach. So typically, the Mishnah tells us she should eat from her husband's. She cannot pick and choose. She's going to go with her husband's. The Gemara explains because she's into her husband. But let's say she's not into her husband. She keeps on running back to her father. Then the halach would be that she eats from any carbon she wants. The minig was, and still is, that the first Pesach, the first regal, you go to your, the, the wife goes to her parents' house for the Seder. So at the, in that case, she gets to choose before the Shechita. But if she, in that situation, is very much into going back to her parents' house, then she eats from her father's carbon. A Yasim, an orphan, who has an apitropis, two apitropsim, and they both make a carbon Pesach for him. So he gets to choose either or. However, a slave who has two masters, he cannot eat from any of them. The Gemara will explain. If a slave is a chatzib and chayrin, that is, in a situation, let's say he has he had two masters and one of them released him, so he doesn't eat even from his new master, his only master's carbon. The pasuk says, The Gemara tells us that is referring to Elam. They didn't have the ability to give over their fruit. Elam produced Daniel and Mordechai, who were tremendous but they had no one to give over their Torah. But in Babel, they had Ezra Asaifer, who was able to give over Torah. The Pasuk says, Ani I'm the protector. What protects Kla Yisrael? That's Torah. The Shodai Ki is the towers. These are the Hamidah Chachamim. Rabbi says, Chayma, refers to Knesset Yisrael. Migdalois are the shuls and the Batim Midrashit. Asher Bonenu Kinetim. Our young Bachram who never tasted Chet are like young saplings, like young trees that have no damage. These are the young girls that are full of taiva, yet they keep themselves for the husbands or wives who tell their husbands about their nida, even though they have taiva. And in that schos, the heichal will be built. Even though there were four Nevi'im, Hoshea was the greatest of the four. You had Yeshaya, Amos, and Micha. And Akash Baruch says, Your children, Hoshea, they sinned. So instead of Hoshea telling Akash Baruch they're your children, the sons of Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. He says, Rabbi Shalom, the entire world is yours. Take them and place them in another nation. So Kishbarku decided to teach him a lesson. Some even say it was just a Nevoah. Some say it actually happened. And he said, you must marry a Zaina. And you're going to have three children from her, and then I'm going to tell you to divorce her. So, in fact, he had the first child, and Kishbarku said, call him Israel. It's the Musag of Golos planting somewhere else. Then he had a daughter. And he says, you must name your daughter Loi Ruchama. Because Baruch HaShashom won't have Rachmanus anymore in Klai Yisrael. And then finally he had a third son. And he said, you must call him Loi Ami. You are not my nation. And then he says, Moshe Rabbeinu, he divorced his wife. How come you're not divorcing your wife? He says, I can't divorce my wife. I had children with her. He said, Baruch tells him, you don't even know if they're your children. She's a Zaina. They might not be your children. And you don't want to divorce her. So I should divorce my children. 
So he realized he, he did an Avera by throwing Klai Yisrael under the bus, so to speak. So he started asking Rahmanas and himself, because Rahmanas said, no, you must first ask Rahmanas and Klai Yisrael. There were three Xeris here. Golos, Loi Ruchama, Loi Ami. I'm not going to have Rahmanas, they're not my nation. So he davened on them, and Akash Baruch Hu was mevatel the Xeris, and Akash Baruch Hu said, they are my nation, I am going to have Rahmanas. Rehachanan says, in fact, when Akash Baruch Hu is Kayas, on Klai Yisrael, he still has Rahmanas. Rehachanan says, to rule over people like a king actually buries a person young. In fact, Shayo the Navi outlived Uziyo, Yaisam Achaz, and Chizkiyo. Says Rabbi Yechanan, Yeravam ben Yayash, who is a king of Israel. Now, the kings of Israel were typically not mentioned, they weren't Nimna. So, why was he Zaycha? Because he wasn't Mechabal Shanhara on Amois. And they said, Amois said, He's going to kill you. He said, I'm not Mechabal. And even if he said so, maybe he got it from HaKadosh Baruch. Rebbe says, HaKadosh Baruch only put Klai Yisrael in Golos so that the people from different nations, the Goyim, should become close to, to Yiddishkeit and should become Gerit. Rishim Baichai says, you see from the story of Aishaya that even when Klai Yisrael is in a terrible situation, they're cursing their father, so to speak, and their mother. You don't throw them under the bus. You don't say Lashon Hara on them. And if you do, you can get punished like Yeshaya. It says in the Pasuk, Tzitka is preserved of Yisrael, that's from the Nevuah of Dvairah. HaKash Baruch Hu did Tzedakah with Klai Yisrael, that he spread them out. As the story goes, the Gemara says, the Min told Rebbe Hanina, we are better than you. You had Yoyov who went ahead and killed all the Scharim. You live between us and we never killed the Jews. So he said, you're saying such a silly thing that I don't even have to answer you. Let, let my Talmud talk to you. So he brought Rebbe Shaya. Shaya said, you would love to kill all the Jews. You just, you can't. We're spread out all over the place. And even just to go ahead and kill here and there, you look terrible. What, what are the nations going to say about you? So he said, you know, that's exactly what it was. We sat around and we discussed how to eliminate the Yidin and we couldn't come up with a great plan. This is Why did Akash Baruch Hu send Klai Yisrael to Golis in Babel? One shot is because Klai Yisrael couldn't accept the terrible Xeris of Edom, of Rome, Rebbe says, because Bavel is closer to the Sha'il, that's where the Gula is going to come from. Reb Hanino says, because Aramaic that they speak in Bavel is similar to the Lashan of Torah. Reb Yochanan says, because Akash Baruch Hu sent them back to their mother's house, so to speak. Where do we come from? Urkazdim. That's where Avram Avinu discovered Akash Baruch Hu, when her husband gets upset at his wife, he sends her back to her mother's house. So too, there's three things that went back. Klai Yisrael went back to Babel. The, cast, the money and the loot that we took from Mitzrayim went back to Mitzrayim. Eventually it ended up by Achashverosh. And the words of the Luchais, they flew up, they flew back to Shemayim. Have a wonderful day.